Hello, everyone. This is Liberty Bernal, and you are listening to Motivated with Liberty. Now, you might have tuned in because you were a little curious what's this cliffhanger all about. Well, I haven't specifically talked about my results and Ryan's results doing low carb, keto, all that good stuff. I was really on a roll for a few weeks because I was so excited in the beginning, which P.S. I am still so excited, but wanted to diversify a little bit because this podcast is not just about that. Um, But my journey's not over, that's for sure. I think it's forever eating this way, frankly, but I did set kind of a deadline, um, not kind of, I set a deadline to hit a goal weight and I'm not there yet. So I want to discuss where I am at week 10 and where Ryan is. And we've got two weeks left until we both want to hit a certain number on the scale. And it's an interesting topic because A lot of people say, well, it shouldn't be about the number on the scale. It should be about how you feel, how your clothes fit, when you look in the mirror. And I agree. This is just something that I had kind of hanging over me like a little cloud. (laughs) Um, I just told myself, and I think you're going to relate. I told myself, well, I'm in my 40s now. I won't ever see that number again. Or my hormones have changed. I won't ever see that number again. Maybe I'm just more muscular now. I won't ever see that number again. And these excuses and really lies I told myself made me feel sad. It made me feel just, there was just a negativity to it, honestly. And although I am currently happy with the number on the scale, I'm happy when I look in the mirror. There is something like emotional, (laughs) not emotional, like I'm going to cry, but just emotionally, I need to hit that number. And it's very well within reach, you guys. It's only three pounds away. And I don't want to ever tell a client or a listener that you should set a goal and make sure you hit it or you're not successful. But goals are set for a reason and they should be smart, right? Smart. They're specific measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. I've been teaching SMART goals for 25 years now, and I think there's a reason that you set a goal. So if my goal was not fitting into SMART goals, it might be unreasonable, but it is well within the normal range of weight for my age and my, well, not even age, let's erase that, for my height and also just my body type. So I'm going deep into that because it's a weird gray area where I often tell my clients about not getting caught up in a number that's too low because sometimes people will say, well, on this particular day in my life, I weighed da 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 da. Um, And that's not necessarily a healthy weight. So if you came to me as a client, and I hope you do, and you say, here's this goal weight I have, we would talk it through and make sure it's smart. And then we would go for it. And we would we would talk about that weight and you would weigh yourself often. That's something else that's become taboo. And I see it in a lot of forums that I'm on um, online as people saying, don't worry about that weight on the scale, but you kind of have to. That's how you learn your body. That's how you understand your natural fluctuations and water weight versus not. So, So I'm going there 
Uh, I hope that I can say in two weeks, I achieved this goal weight, the weight I've not seen since 2014. And I'm only three pounds away. The weight I'm at right now, I haven't seen in years either. So I'm already super happy. Keto is a lifestyle if you're doing it healthfully. I wanted to answer some questions I've been getting, which I'm so excited. I've been getting a lot um, through DMs on Instagram. I invite you to ask me questions there anytime. I will certainly answer through DMs, but because I'm getting repetitive questions, I thought I would address them here. And if you're listening to my podcast, you can just hear about it and get more details. Um, you know, one is what are you eating? What are you eating? Are you eating fruit? Are you eating vegetables? Is this still healthy? Ah. And the answer is I am still eating fruit. I'm eating less fruit than I used to. I think I used to eat excessive amounts of fruit, honestly. It might have actually contributed to heartburn and higher acid that I used to have a problem with that I now do not. So I aim for berries, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, but I also have cantaloupe and honeydew. When Ryan and I were just in the desert for our anniversary, I had all kinds of fruit because they had lovely little sides of fruits with meals at the restaurant. So um, yes, I eat fruit, just I'm moderate about it, just really small amounts. Usually I stick to a half cup to a cup at the max per day, and I do measure that out. Vegetables have a lot of fiber and nutrients, so I just let those be unlimited. And I'm honestly, I'm not overdoing vegetables. Um, Dr. Berg is someone I listen to quite often. If you research keto, you'll come across his information, and he suggests seven cups of veggies per day. I am not getting that, to be honest with you, but I do supplement my diet with athletic greens. If you look up athletic greens, you can have a subscription and that's what I do. And I just have one of those green shakes per day mixed with unsweetened almond milk and it's fantastic. So I ensure I'm getting those nutrients. I don't eat greasy, gross, overly fatty food. I'm eating really fresh. I'm eating clean, every kind of protein imaginable. I've really expanded my protein diet. (laughs) Um, I have an air fryer. That's how I'm cooking most of our family meals now. It's super easy, super fast, simple seasonings. And I also supplement with extra magnesium, potassium, and sodium. So those are the top three that you'll also find a lot of when you research. If you find your ideal amount of those three minerals, you're going to feel really good. I mean, now 10 weeks later, my total weight loss in this 10 weeks has been eight pounds. Ryan is at like 16 pounds, I believe. And my total weight loss since 2020, when I hit a point, I think a lot of people did during COVID pandemic prime time, I had been like drinking a lot more every day and eating more than usual, just, you know, this unnatural way of living for a while and that stress that kind of lingered underneath all of our lives. Um, I've lost 14 pounds since then. So um, this is just a very manageable way of life to maintain. We've traveled both for work and pleasure not an issue in maintaining low sugar, low carb keto living. I've got a lot of questions about that. Like, what do you do for road trips? I do pack snacks because it's easy. Um, we've had, you know, personal trauma in the last six weeks, um, which was Gracie and Ryan's accident and Gracie was in the hospital. We brought snacks to the hospital. There really wasn't a good option there. So We would pack a little cooler bag and bring it to the hospital every day. Made it happen. No excuses. So those 
answers I hope are helpful when you think about how does this really, how do you do this? Meal prepping, you know, any, any active lifestyle people are already used to meal prepping. And that's something we do when I cook, I cook multiple portions. So it's just easy. Um, and then other supplements, if you want to know more information about berberine, that's a big one that helps regulate blood sugar. And I think I need to dedicate a whole episode to this supplement called berberine, but look it up. You can find it on Amazon and it's a game changer whether you're eating keto or not. Um, I think those are all the main questions I've been getting lately. And like I said, if you have more questions, let me know. It just feels so good. Oh, sorry. One more I keep getting is... Um, people have been saying they're really nervous about eating low carb in their workouts. I will say the first few weeks, your body is adjusting and you need to lighten up on your workouts. But after that, you're back to normal and then your body's burning fat. So don't be scared. (laughs) Just go for it. Um, I adjusted my workouts to lower intensity for the most part. Um, but now I have a mix of walking light spin workouts where I also do some strength training and bar classes. I specifically go to Pure Bar, but any bar workout, any bar studio is fantastic for you to go join. I joined my local studio because I do need someone to push me in that particular workout. And I really wanted to strength train harder and it just is very fitting for my body. So, um, bar workouts are great. Pilates is wonderful and add strength. Don't be afraid. That's what Andrea was talking about on my last podcast. And whether you're going to choose some heavier weights and go for it or more body weight exercises, incorporate strength. Because where I see the biggest change in my body, honestly, is in really focusing more on strength again, along with that body fat burning. So good luck to you. Here's your cliffhanger. We're not done yet. I don't I haven't seen that number I've been talking about. So hopefully in two weeks, I'll have an exciting update or just a realistic update that that weight might not happen, but I'm sharing it because I really want you to feel inspired. I want you to, I want you to make hard goals. I want you to not make excuses and know that no matter what your fitness level is, no matter what your age is, no matter how your hormones are, you can do it. Okay. So, um, have an awesome week and let's do this. This has been another episode of Motivated with Liberty. For even more inspiration and motivation, join me on Instagram at Liberty Bernal Fitness.